welcome back to Tiny Voice Talks. And today, I haven't just got one guest. I know, first time ever. So excited, I have got two guests for Tiny Voice Talks Reimaginings. I am joined today by Hazel and Maria. So welcome, ladies. Hello, Toria. It's lovely to be with you. Hi, Toria. I'm so excited to have the the two of you. You really are quite a double act at the moment, a power power duo, no less. (laughs) So, So, Hazel, let's start with you. For all of those who don't know who Hazel is, who is Hazel? Um, so uh, my name's Hazel. I'm a primary teacher in Scotland. I currently live in Orkney, which is a very beautiful place to live. Um, and I've been, this is my third year of teaching. So I'm still quite new to the profession. Um, but been in education for a few years working as a support worker uh, before that. Um, and yeah, I just, I'm very passionate about creativity, about child's voice and about as well making sure that I care for my own well-being um, in that too. So self-care and, uh, and and giving each other a voice is very important to me, which is, is why I've loved connecting with you, Toria. Yes, I am all about everyone having a voice. I, d- I do like a lot of voices. I've got to be <laughs> honest in my life. And Maria, who is Maria? So Maria is a primary school educator. I've been teaching for 22 years. And um, I have a massive passion for creativity, as well as for well-being in the classroom and, and mindfulness and in really encouraging the children to find themselves and to, you know, challenge those fixed mindset ideas and, and really, you know, be the best that they can be. It's wonderful. And, and actually, what's interesting is talking to the two of you. You are like two peas in a pod, two <laughs> peas in a pod that really should have met each other many, many years ago. But actually, you've only really met in the last few months. When, when did you meet? So um, what happened was it was a it was a, a drinks night, a Twitter drinks night that um, some of my Twitter heroes were on. And I didn't attend the first one, but I thought, right, I'm going to be brave and I'm going to go to the second one. And I'd, I'd been messaging, you know, I'd, I knew Hazel on Twitter. And while she was talking, she was talking about her crochet. And I'd been seeing lots of Twitter threads that happen on a Monday and a Tuesday and all of those things. And uh, something just came into my head. And I thought, I'd really like to do something about creativity because there isn't anything there. So listening to, you know, being connected with Hazel, I just dropped her a DM and I said, look, I'm thinking of, of doing a thread. I'm thinking of doing, you know, maybe on a Thursday where we encourage people to, um, you know, we put a few questions out there, encourage people to engage with us and, and that will be it. And um, so we started that thread on a Thursday. It was absolutely fantastic, wasn't it, Hazel? Yeah. It was just mind-blowing. It was brilliant. And again, it kind of came out of nowhere. It was sort of a couple of weeks, literally less than three weeks, we'd been speaking to each other properly um, beyond sort of shared tweets on chats. And suddenly we were planning and doing this thread together. And some of the stuff Maria had been involved in, some um, some radio shows over lockdown, and the people involved with that had then had heard about this thread and went, do you want to make it a radio show? We've, we've got a slot. You could use it as an evening slot for educators, which fitted in with something that they were wanting to do. And suddenly within two weeks, we went from let's start a Twitter thread to 
we are now doing a radio show slot once a week together. Um, so yeah, we've kind of thrown ourselves in at the deep end with our friendship, but it, it's just suddenly taken off. Um, and I, I cannot almost imagine my life without having uh, Maria to, to chat to on an almost daily basis. So yes. No, me neither. I mean, it, when you talk about peas in a pod, it, it's so interesting how you can just meet somebody and you just click. Mm-hmm. You know, they have this shared, shared kind of values, shared kind of ideas. You know, it, it's a really, it, it's such an exciting thing. And, you know, me being, you know, where I am in, in London and Hazel being up where she is in Orkney, I mean, we would never have met ordinarily mm-hmm. if it hadn't been for lockdown. And, you know, it's such a wonderful, I mean, I, I, I'm still pinching myself at it sometimes. So I think, oh my goodness. And we started, you know, we were originally going to, we said we're at self-care September, you know, we'll do it for September and that's fine. And, you know, Hazel and I, you know, had a little chat meeting today and we're planning even things for January. So there is a real, there is a real thirst for creativity. And I think colleagues are seeing this as, you know, as a great opportunity. And we're trying to keep it all very, you know, open-ended with creativity. It's not just about doing, it can Mm. be about creative thinking, but it it just is the most wonderful. I mean, it, it, it's making me want to do everything. I mean, I have. In the last week, I've been making things out of tea bags, thanks to Hazel, because I'm not a massive fan of autumn. And and I was thinking, you know, I'm trying to encourage the children in my class to, to challenge their own, you know, what things they don't like. And I thought, well, you know, I should do. So, you know, I and the first thing I did when I got everything already, you know, I was I was saying, Hazel, are you proud of me? You know, it's just it's, it's that kind of thing. And I am I'm really enjoying autumn a lot more now because I I didn't in the past so thanks Hazel that's awesome I know and it it is that great and I think for us before we met on the virtual drinks thing our our first connections of seeing each other were very much on Tiny Voice Tuesdays um with yourself Mm. and and that was it and I think for me it wasn't I suppose it was lockdown which gave us not more time because we were busier than in some ways than we'd ever been and had so many stresses but because we didn't have the social contact in other places so many of us have turned to twitter and to social media uh, to connect and and you suddenly just are engaged with this world of educators outside of your own your own school your own cluster and your own council even your own country and you yeah you're suddenly out of the blue meeting up with someone who yeah is is european the pod is Yes, it's a bit like we're joined at the hip at times. And we wouldn't have had that without Twitter. We wouldn't have had that without like sort of Tiny Voice Tuesdays and, and FFB Wednesdays and, and threads like that, which put us in contact before we then started talking. And it makes such a difference to be connected because if you are not if you're not connected with other people, you I mean, you've talked about it, Toria, you're in your own echo chamber. Mm-hmm. And so you're constantly thinking about, right, what did I do before? What have I done now? What am I going to do? And you know, you can look on websites, but it's it's being in contact with other colleagues who might just spark off something in you. Because a couple of weeks ago we did a show about wood slices. Um, I don't know where that idea came from. I know, from. I oh, listened to it. It was fascinating. It was, it was just absolutely incredible, but I didn't know what I wanted yeah. to do. I know I wanted I knew I wanted to do something with with nails and some threads I did that um, years and years ago and I was talking to another colleague Eleanor who's been on the show and um, she's coming up in, a, in, in one of the next shows coming up in the next couple of weeks and she said why don't you make some constellations oh my gosh I was in my element I had a little spray bottle spraying the stars with a mixture of watery white paint and the bedroom was just it was just like an art studio I was getting my nails and then of course 
not that I'm looking for that validation, you know, but it's nice when people say, oh, that's really nice. But what I'm looking for is for somebody to say, brilliant, how, maybe you could do this, you know, try something else. Mm. And it's, and then, you know, Eleanor has done that with her class. I mean, it's just, I think it's that, it's that shared hive mind, maybe. Mm. I don't know. We're all. It is. And, and that's why whenever, for some reason, and I don't know where the word came from as such, it popped into my mind when I was thinking about the two of you. And I thought reimagining. Because to me, you know, what you've done is you've you've looked at lockdown, the two of you, and as, in a sense, you've reimagined your lockdown experience and you've discovered each other and you're continually evolving each other's imaginations with, OK, well, why don't we do this? And why don't we do this? And what about this? And it's not just with each other you're doing it, but it's also with other colleagues. It's through your radio program. And I think that's why I love connections, because when we are bouncing ideas off each other, we are so much more than mm. our original thinking. Yes, and I think that's so true. Sorry, Maria. Yeah, I think that's so true. And I think we, we keep on talking that we've kind of it's become our tagline in our show as well, like um about planting seeds of creativity and seeing where they'll grow. Mm. And I think that's it, that when like we can go into shows sometimes and we put out an idea that or a question that we've had and then someone gives us something that we just totally not thought of. Um and I think creativity is great for that because Quite often we've, we found that people can then think about it as being craft. So it's being doing something. It's being making a, doing a crocheted thing or doing a part picture or making a model. But actually creativity, especially in educators and especially when it comes to education, is so much more than that. And it is so encompassing. It can be technology and it can be drama. It can be about, yeah, creative thinking that we are taking to go, how do I get I want to teach this this group of children this. How do I get them engaged and how do I get them into that? And I think there's so much of that. And the more that we share, the more that we can be inspired by each other. And, and that does help our creativity grow and our passion grow through that for what we're doing as educators. And I'm learning so much. I mean, in the show that we did last week was all about whoosh, whoosh activities. <laughs> I'd never heard of a whoosh activity. I want to whoosh all the time now. <laughs> it's um, it's absolutely <laughs> incredible. And it's it's those little things that are really going to bring the teaching and learning to life. You know, I... As okay, a, for the, our listeners that haven't, that don't know oh, what yes. a whoosh activity is, Maria, can you let them know? Hazel, I think, Hazel, I think you can explain a little bit better what a wish yeah. activity is. You're now going to put me on the spot. Can I remember? Oh, Don, I do apologise if Don's listening and I, we don't tell this back. I correctly. remember it's it's standing in a circle and, yeah. and, and the teacher is it. telling an activity, is telling a story. And then when she says whoosh, they all do an action. So they've kind of got some oh. actions that they've decided that go along with this story. And then at the point where it goes whoosh, They've all got to stop. So it's maybe it's all being trees. Like, so you've got Little Red Riding Hood walking through the woods. And when the teacher goes whoosh, they've all got to do their decided actions and role play for that for like five seconds. Mm -hmm. And then they go back to the mm -hmm. space in the circle and you continue telling the story. And then you get to the next bit where you go whoosh and they've got to be the big bad wolf or they've got to be grandma or they've got to be whatever. Um, so, yeah, so it's this bit where you just stop and you give them five seconds to role play that bit of the story that or that action or that character and we went wow what an amazing way to get kids engaging with retelling a story in a really new way and I and I have to admit I've totally got that one bookmarked for the next time I'm in class and I can do that with uh, mm. a group of children because it sounds fabulous 
And the great things about these ideas is, is we're, we're just, you know, encouraging colleagues to think about ideas and you might not use it, you know, that week, that term, but then something will happen later on and they'll think, oh, yeah, we, we were talking about using this. I wonder if I could use it. And it's it's like having a bank of ideas that um, that uses that creativity. I love it. I'm learning so much. Mm. Absolutely. And that's fantastic. Now, before I before I cut you off, Maria, you're about to say when you were a little girl, and I have a feeling you're going to tell us the Narnia story. <laughs> oh my gosh, my mum laughs at this every time. I am. Um, my mum has always said, from as, as long as I can remember, I've got such a vivid imagination, and I don't know where my ideas come from, um, but um, I do remember looking for Narnia in in the back of my mum's wardrobe um and I was she had like a, a pile of blankets and I was very careful you know and and just you know noticing this door just opening up and saying you know what are you doing in my wardrobe and I'm like I'm looking for Narnia and she said well you can go and look for it somewhere else and I was like oh my goodness and it was only a couple of years ago that I watched um the watch the line the witch in the wardrobe with her and she was like oh yeah. I get what you were talking about because she'd never read the book she didn't know why I was in a wardrobe which is why she was saying go and look for it somewhere else the wardrobe was crucial you know yes. and I, I was always always coming up with stories like that like I, I said to her once I was in year four in primary school and I said um I said Doctor Who came Doctor Who was in my classroom and he did. Tom Baker came into wow. my classroom. He opened the door and he was like, Are you all being very good? And I was like going, oh, like this. So of course I go home and I say to my mum, I'm like, <laughs> Doctor Who? And she was like, For goodness sake, you know, you've got such a vivid imagination. And it's just I don't know where they come from. I mean, like I say, for the last two but days. That one I, was actually true. So it so was actually, true. Everything so is true. Yeah, everything did is she true. Believe you. <laughs> so yeah. And and did she eventually believe you? No, not as a child. No, what that that oh. Tom Baker came to the school. Yeah, um, I think she. It was just another thing that I would. I would. You know, she knew I was very. <laughs> you know, I would be making grass soup with my sister in the garden, and you know, finding little tiny. We used to feed the rabbits. My parents used to give us. Uh, we had a compost heap right at the back of the garden, and um, she would say to me, "Go." And you know, get the compost and throw it at the back of the garden. But of course, I take my little sister and I pretend we'd have these imaginary rabbits. So mm -hmm. we'd throw them in all the flowers. And my mum was like, why have we got potato peelings all over the flowers? <laughs> I'm like, it's the rabbits. And she was like, for goodness sake. So, I mean, I've always been like that. So for, for me, it's not a big surprise that I've been making artwork out of tea bags the last <laughs> couple of days because, but I'm allowing myself that, I'm allowing myself to be creative. And for a long time, I wasn't. And I think if I'd if I'd said to Hazel, you know, oh, I think about this thread, you know, would you like to do it? And if Hazel had said no, I would have done nothing about it. I would have just done my own thing. And, and that's what I want. I want to give, I want to be able to encourage listeners and everybody out there, you know, to give yourself the permission to do something. Because if you think it's a good idea, go with it. If it doesn't work, don't do it again or try something different. You know, it's that reimagining. Mm -hmm. It is. And I think it is taking a risk and it is being brave enough to have a go. And I think on Twitter, it's wonderful. People are always being brave and having a go. And I love seeing that. I mean, Tiny Voice Tuesday Unites, let's face it, that was just me giving something a go that actually has worked phenomenally well at bringing people together, which I, I love. I absolutely uh -huh. love it. But that was just a weird and wonderful idea of mine that has worked. Similar, 
to the virtual drinks, which <laughs> who knew that would work as a concept? I let's, know. Let's go back to that because some of our viewers are probably going, what do you mean they had Twitter drinks? Yes. So, um, Hazel, do you want to explain what the virtual yeah. drinks are like? Mm-hmm. And they are virtual. They are virtual. So, again, it's, it's Zoom. Where would we be without Zoom? Really, this year would would have been such a different experience without it. But, yes. So, yes. And, and I've been aware the first one had happened. And, again, it was all these people that I thought were – I. Some of them are going to think uh, blow themselves up slightly more with this, but I thought we're kind of the more cool kids on um, Edu Twitter uh, of and of our sort of group and community, and I was a bit like, oh wow, and they've all been having drinks and everything. Oh, that sounds lovely. Um, and then when it came up, by the time the second one came up that it was going to be happening, I had gained a wee bit more bravery, and I'd been I'd been chatting to 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 Paul, uh, to Teacher Paul, and I've been chatting to Matt and. And I just felt that wee bit more. I felt enough brave enough to be able to send one of them a message and go, could I come? And I have to admit, I was a bit terrified. I was a bit, I was quite nervous about being on it. Um, and I think I was quiet for about the first seven minutes and then I got over that bit. Um, but it is, it's just amazing because it's, it's the things we can't do right now. We can't go or we haven't really been. Um, and a lot of us haven't been going, going down the pub and just sitting with our friends, sitting with other colleagues and having a drink or being able to sit even in the same staff room closely together and just chatting out your things, whether it's the sublime and ridiculous or whether it's talking about serious issues that you've been dealing with in that week with people that get it. And I think that's the big thing as well. Like we all have lots of really good friends and family that we love spending time with, but like I think most careers and most vocations and most jobs, if you're not in it, you don't get it. And I think as teachers, we can sometimes feel that, and I think maybe this year in particular, that people just don't get what we're going through and what we put in and the problems that some of these things bring or how ridiculous some ideas are. And then we are able to all come together in the Zoom chat and go, ah, my people, you get me. And as well, mm-hmm. like the, the fact in the last one that we had, I was the only one that ended up being in the photograph holding the glass of wine seems to have gone down well I think I've now been established as the drinker of the group so uh yeah um (laughs) um, but yeah Yeah, I I did think that was brilliant you know it was like there was a photo of many of us all and and you were the only one holding the glass the rest of us have white you know yes you'd put all you'd put all yours to the side you were all hiding yours um yes no I I just embrace it (laughs) but I think it's really important it is. And I think it's so important for any listeners that are, that are tuning in to know that it's not an exclusive bunch mm. of people. It is literally <laughs> open for anyone to join and they just need to, you know, contact teacher Paul or Matt DeShane and they will let you know how to join. And actually the support, as you say, Hazel, mm-hmm. is immense. And it is just going on to a Zoom chat on a Friday evening where you just go, oh, my goodness, can you believe this happened? And people go, oh, yeah, I totally get that. Yeah. Because some of the things that happen to teachers. It's are, just out of this world. Yeah, it really is. And actually, other people go, oh, yeah, yeah, that, that happened to me as well. Just bizarre things because we're dealing with, with little people and we're mm-hmm. entertaining little people. Yeah. You know, and I think that's the, that's the key thing. And actually, what I love is that if you talk about your woodblocks in amongst that, Maria, mm. everyone on that that chat would be really excited about what they could do with wood mm. next mm-hmm. week. Mm. And that's mm. what I love. 
how many more you know you, you can't really find that many people that would be passionate about <laughs> yeah. wood I know in a and chat. It, 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 it makes you feel less alone you know it, the connection is amazing I mean my mum knows already not to call me on a four o'clock on a Sunday because I say to her I'm going to Dubai and so I will say yes. to her you know I'll be in Dubai on, on you know and she goes well, mm-hmm. where have you been today I said well I'm going to Leicester today you know and like on the Friday night drink I say to my husband I'm going to the pub I'll see you later you know and then I'll say oh the cab you know the cab home was dreadful yeah. you know I'm literally walking from one bedroom to the to the corridor it, it it's that connection and I I was never on Twitter before June I'd heard some you know stories about it and I thought this isn't for me but I don't know where I would be without it I mean uh, my life I mean if you told me tomorrow that I win I won the lottery I don't think it would have so much of an impact as you know the colleagues and the and the love and the opportunities that I've had during this lockdown I mean Mm. it is it's just been incredible yeah and I think for me as well like I yeah having moved to Orkney like it's an amazing community and or communities up here and there's so many amazing people but there is also that bit that like the chance of me going to a lot of these conferences or a brewed or things like that were so small and then suddenly you've had everything's gone online and for me it's been amazing like it's great to meet up with people in in person but there's so many things I just wouldn't have been able to access if we hadn't had this experience that now people are hopefully when we are able to start getting back together again are hopefully still going to think well what about the people that can't actually join us in person and I think that's really powerful too like I love my my Sunday morning um brewed um my morning brewed the morning brewed I I love that I love having like I love the the Sunday the Sunday blathers as well with Andrew and um Mm. and my book reviews like I have to admit my book spending has gone through the roof thanks to edgy twitter but um but all such amazing recommendations and when you're talking to people Mm. that are so outside of your experience and your yeah your experience of the world like it's one thing to then be thinking about talking about and wanting to be diverse and inclusive and feeling like you're doing an all right job in that yourself. But then you're meeting other people who have got such different experiences to you, come from very different places, whether it's geographically or culturally, socially, from religious viewpoints, or just we've just had different experiences of family and growing up. And suddenly you've got people challenging you and making you go, oh, actually, I wasn't thinking about it from that perspective. I was thinking about it from my perspective. And you suddenly start challenging yourself to reassess where you're at, reassess your unconscious bias, which is such a thing right now is especially. And it opens your eyes to what your children's experiences might be, but also what you can be doing um, in the classroom and how you can be building yourself as a, as a better educator and as a better teacher. It really does. It it truly does open your eyes. And I think everything you've said there, it is that being outward looking. And I think Twitter for me has given me the, the ability to stop being inward looking, to be outward mm. looking and to actually have conversations, as you say, conversations with so many different people. I would say that my learning has just skyrocketed this year because of all the connections that I've had and because of because of being willing to have those conversations and also being willing to be challenged and I think there's there's something to be said for being willing to be challenged and and actually in a sense welcoming those challenges and welcoming those conversations now 
Maria, I know that you have been very involved in CPD through Twitter. So do you want to talk a little bit about that? Um, yeah, I've, I've attended um, virtually so many things. I mean, there's a, a brilliant um, community group in Leicester that meet um, virtually once a week, and that's Little Bird SOS. They rely on donations. They've done so much for me, you know, mentally and professionally. They've been wonderful. I've, I've attended some um, CPD um, sessions with Mac Deshane as well on coaching. I mean, it's uh, if it's if it's there, I'll, I'll attend to it. <laughs> I mean, I've, I, 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 tomorrow I'm doing something on outdoor learning. I've done some work with Mike Fleetham and the Thinking Classrooms. Um, you know, this wonderful um, conference that was on Sunday uh, on Saturday. You know, listening to people internationally, different viewpoints, how to use, you know, blended learning. I mean, I, I'm just, my head is like a TARDIS at the moment. You know, it's, <laughs> it's certainly bigger on the inside. <laughs> but I think you're right. There is, there is so much out there for people to tap into. There really is. And, and I think you two are great advocates for what, what Twitter and what, social networking can actually give us for you two it's enabled two peas in a pod to connect to reimagine and to actually create great things together you are fabulous ladies you truly are well yes thank you very much and I would well I think from Maria and I would both say Toria though that we both as we just met it was just at the time of a brewed tiny voice and that we both went in that one. That inspired us, that idea of collaboration. Mm-hmm. And again, yeah, like um, Andrew and Tom talking about collaboration as well in that. Mm-hmm. And we went, if if Toria can do this and I've built this, and if, why shouldn't we take a step out and be that 10% braver? So you are very mm-hmm. much part of the inspiration in, in inspiring oh, us thanks. to do that. And you, re- you really are. Like that was in our first conversations was, well, look at what Toria's doing and look at all the things you've just been putting together for for the Bruid and and that totally inspired us to just take a chance with it so thank you yeah and I think I mean that's just so lovely to hear because that Bruid find your voice was just me stepping so far out of my comfort zone but I was I, I just thought do you know what why not why can't I have a go at doing this and that's what I would say to anyone listening you know if you've got a mad idea why can't you do it Try it. Look what I've achieved. Look what Hazel and Maria are achieving. Look what er- uh, everyone out there is achieving, you know. And I do think, yeah, it's anything is possible. As my, as Audrey Hepburn said, you know, impossible actually says I'm possible. That's not the perfect quote. I'm just saying I haven't got it in front of me, but basically she splits it up. Yeah, absolutely. It's Audrey. Of course it's amazing. It's Audrey. (laughs) Love Audrey. I just say adore her. Mm -hmm. Anyway, um, my final question to you before I ask you how people can connect with you is this. If you could have had anyone in the world or still have anyone in the world to teach you who would you love to be your teacher Maria do you want to go first with this one so I um I would it would be Doctor Who and it would be it would and I'm not going to say which Doctor Who because it would be all Doctor Who's it would be every single one of them because you know they enable you you know every single time you know he takes or she takes a new companion then they're not as brave as by the time they've been you know been with them 
you know, and it's mm. such an empowering thing. And, and I see myself, you know, I want to be that kind of teacher who takes somebody and it's not me, you know, that it's not it's not just about me making them better. It's me encouraging them to be the best that they can be. And I'm just a signpost. I'm just, you know, that possibility for them. So, yeah, mm. absolutely. Wow. And what about you, Hazel? Oh, so many choices. But I have to admit, I, I am a massive talking fan. Um I know, yeah, Rich, Rich Simpson and I were having this discussion about, about talking the other day. Sorry, but I disagree with him. Um, talking is amazing. If I could have taught, like, about, like, like yeah, um, like the Saxon history and all the rest of that and, and English, the English language and literature by talking, yeah, that would be it for me. Um, definitely. Quite definitive. Quite yes. definitive and clearly... <laughs> In your mind, Rich is wrong. Yeah, Rich is wrong. <laughs> Talking is Rich amazing. Is Lord of the Rings is amazing. <laughs> it is official. <laughs> I love it. I really do. So what is your radio show and how do people find it? Or how do people connect with that then on a Thursday? So the show, um, we've got our Twitter handle is um, at Seeds Creativity. Um, and you can find yeah. us on the hashtag at hashtag Seeds of Creativity. Thursday nights at 8 p.m. And we're on learn uh, la, uh, learnradiolive.net um, is where you can follow us and listen online. Ladies, that's wonderful. And I have had a great 30 minutes just chatting to you. And I hope that others are inspired to connect with Twitter and all the potential that's out there. Have a lovely rest of your day. Thank you very much, Toria. Thank you, Toria.